0: This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your Two More Reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomorereps.com.au Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering podcast, and welcome to the first episode of 2023. It's it's really hard to believe that we are now in a brand new year. Um, I don't know if you can relate, but for me, as I get older, and I'm now 44, almost 45, every year seems to go by faster. The older you get, the faster the years go by, and it's it's incredible at how quickly last year went. Um, you know, I. I for, me, for many of you you know that I, I prepped and competed last year and that 30 weeks went so so quickly um, the season kind of dragged on a little bit but that's because obviously obviously I was very tired and hungry but then as soon as I was out in October November and December just flew by and here we are um, and I'm doing this on the 4th of January and we're into the new year it's just it blows me away it really does but that's kind of the topic that I wanted to talk about. And I really wanted to do this podcast late last year, but I just ran out of time with um, obviously you know, Christmas and personal commitments and things like that. So I thought, well, you know what? There's no better time than the present to to get deliver this message. Um, and I didn't want to wait for another 12 months. And that is talking about burnout because I, I obviously have a very comprehensive check-in system with all my lifestyle and athlete clients. And um, a lot of them in particular in december were identifying that they were burning out they were either sick they had flu-like symptoms they were feeling really fatigued really flat lack of energy lack of motivation um, really struggling day to day and they all kept commenting saying that they felt like they were burning out um, and it was mostly the case. Like, oh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to diagnose that. But at the same time, the symptoms were there. The t- the signs were there suggesting that they were potentially burning out. And, and it, I'm sure it happens to the vast population of people because we get to the back end of the year and we feel like we have to rush and cram all this stuff in before christmas whether it is you know work related project related diy stuff at home and then there's obviously christmas commitments too in terms of um, shopping groceries and then if you're hosting christmas you've got to buy food and alcohol and organize what's happening on the day And, and it just becomes a lot and for someone who is already extremely busy which is again the majority of us um, it becomes overwhelming and you end up burning out, or you, you sacrifice sleep, you sacrifice diet, you sacrifice exercise to just get through the year. And how many times have I heard that that statement? I just got to get through this period. I just got to get through Christmas. I just have to get through Christmas, it'll be fine. I'll get into January and I'll I'll start again. You know, it, it, it's a very common tale, unfortunately, and it's something that um, we really need to fix because burnout can significantly lead to serious problems and The reason I bring this up is because I'm going to tell you a story about my burnout experience in 2019. And this is probably worst case scenario. It's not necessarily going to happen to everybody. um, But if you don't look after yourself, this is the prime example. And and I did post about this at that time, but I haven't really spoken about it since other than uh, joke with my wife that I still owe her a holiday because it effectively ruined ours. So 2019 was a big year for me, both personally and professionally, right? Um, Personally, I achieved a lot on the bodybuilding scene. I won my pro card with two federations. I prepped and competed, uh, I think it was for four times, all the way through to June, um, and had a very successful season. And professionally, I was probably the busiest I've ever been. Um, I had my own studio then, I was working around the clock. And as I got towards the back end of the year, I took on more and more clients. And I was working extensive hours. I remember I could not fit one particular client in who wanted to train an hour a day, four days a week. And the only time I could squeeze him in was at 4 a.m. And I thought to myself, Jesus, good money. 4 a.m. seems like a crappy time. You know, I was doing fives or 5.30s at the time. And 4 a.m., just at, at, at that point in time, I was of the mindset that I was Leave, letting my beliefs be dictated by the uh, my earning capacity. So, you know, my mind was going, right, it's more money. I can pay for our end of year holiday. I can cover, you know, extra expenses, um, save for Christmas, all those sorts of things. We need the money, we need the money, we need the money. How many times have you said that? So, straight away, that's what I did, and I accepted the client. And so I did that for uh, quite a few months. So I was getting up at 3 a.m., I was training people from 4 a.m. all the way through to 7, 7.30 at night, obviously gaps in between and, and gaps during the middle of the day. Um, I was still training myself to a, a capacity, but what happened was because I was sleeping so poorly through that period, I was also sacrificing Going to, I didn't go to bed earlier, because I was getting up earlier, I didn't do that. I didn't prioritize my sleep, and I let my nutrition slip as well, because again, I was in the mindset of get through it, get through it, get through it. Uh, toughen up, you're a man, you're, you're head of the house, get through it, get through it. So my nutrition took a hit, my sleep took a hit. Um, I definitely wasn't training to a level that I should have been in terms of my abilities, and also following a structured program. And uh, then I was starting to rely heavily on stimulants to get me through each and every day. So at one point, I believe I was going through four cans of um, energy drink a day, plus pre-workout, plus Pepsi Max, plus a morning coffee. Um, And I wasn't drinking very little, I was drinking very little water. So you can only imagine what my body was doing at that point in time. It probably was just turning in circles going, oh my God, what the hell are you doing to yourself? So I did this for for quite a few months leading into the back end of the year. Now, uh, every second year, my wife and I get the opportunity to go away just by ourselves over Christmas. It's just a tradition we've got. And this year, due to the, in 2019, due to the, the international COVID restrictions, we could only travel domestically. So we had, we, booked a trip up to Port Douglas. Never been, thought, great, we'll go to Tropical North Queensland, you know, sit on a beach, do some swimming, um, some relaxing, etc. We booked a fancy sailing cruise, a uh, nice hotel, and um, yeah, we we're really looking forward to it. A week up there. And so we flew up Christmas Day. So I worked all the way up. I can't remember the day that Christmas Day fell on, but I worked as close to Christmas as I could. So again, I pushed myself to the nth degree all the way through to... Um, the last possible moment to earn as much money as I could. And then we flew up to Christmas on Christmas Day. Everything was going great. We arrived at the hotel, checked in, um, caught a bus in the town, got some lunch, then went back to the hotel, went for a walk along the beach, had a great time, booked in for dinner that night at the, the resort. Now, in Australia, obviously, on Christmas Day, there's not many places open, so we had to make sure that we had somewhere to eat because we were away and on holidays. And I distinctly remember sitting down. I'd just spoken to my daughter on the phone and wished her a happy birthday. And I was feeling a bit off and I'd ordered a dinner and I believe if I remember correctly, it was like a salmon, a, 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 you know, a crispy skin salmon or something like that. And I was sitting there and I'm going, I, I can't eat this, I don't feel very good. And that's unusual for me. Like I've generally got a fairly big appetite. Um, obviously being a bodybuilder, I eat a reasonable amount of calories anyway. Um, and I just couldn't eat it. I felt rough. I felt, I didn't say, I wouldn't say I felt sick, but I just didn't feel right. And I thought, you know what, I'm just, I'm fatigued. I'm just tired, we've traveled all day. I probably just need a good night's sleep and I'll wake up fresh as a daisy tomorrow. So I said this to my wife, I said, look, I don't feel very good. Can we just finish up here and head back to the room? So we did, um, you know, settled in for the evening and um, that's when it just went pear-shaped. So I woke up several times through the night with a raging headache. I had hot sweats, cold sweats. I was vomiting. I could not control my urinary tract. Um, I could not control my bowel movements. And my body was just in a state. It was in a terrible way. So I was constantly waking up in a pool of sweat. I'd have to go and have a shower. Um, I'd have to sit on the toilet. I, I could not control anything at the moment. And I was vomiting, and then I was vomiting nothing because I didn't have anything in my stomach, but it still wanted to vomit. And I just didn't know what was going on. And, it's, and when you're in that sort of position, you, you, it's kind of scary because you have no idea as to the reasons why. Like, you know, several hours earlier, I felt fine. There was no lead up symptoms, there was no, um, you know, indication that I was going to go downhill so quickly, but I did. And it was awful. So I managed to get through the night, and obviously I woke my wife up several times throughout the night just through the noise I was making. And um, that morning, um, it was Boxing Day, so everything was public holiday. But um, where we were staying in Port Douglas, and anyone who, who's been there knows all the resorts are away from the main part of town, so you actually have to get a shuttle. So she, on her own bat, and I, I am so grateful for her, she jumped in a shuttle, headed into town to find what was open, and a, and she found a pharmacy. So that was a good sign. So she got a pharmacy, spoke to the pharmacist, and they gave me, uh, got her hydrolyte and some painkillers. So she brought that back, and I got stuck into that. And surprisingly, I felt pretty good within an hour of taking it. So obviously, you know, the hydrolyte dehydrated me, and the painkillers helped with um, you know the headache and that. So I started to feel reasonable. But then it wore off and then i went pear-shaped again um and the same thing continued to happen so we went you know what this is this is not good and i being a proud bloke um and not liking to acknowledge when i'm sick or ill i said to her look i think i need to go to the hospital like this is not normal i shouldn't be in this state um so unfortunately there is no hospital in port douglas the nearest one is mossman which is half an hour away and it's a small country hospital so Imagine, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember a country practice, but it's kind of like that hospital. Old timber building, timber floors, timber walls, um, the whole building creaks when you you walk through it, and that's exactly what Mossman Hospital was like. So we caught a taxi, went to Mossman Hospital, got looked at by a doctor, they did some tests. Um, I think they gave me some drugs, but they took some blood, and then they sent me on my way. They said, there's not much we can do until we get the results back. So 24 hour turnaround, okay. and so we went back to the hotel, stayed there the night. And again, same thing happened. I was just in a, in a state and it, it was getting worse. Like the symptoms were stronger. <clears throat> I had nothing in my stomach, nothing in my bowels, but I was still constantly needing to, to, to use both of those. So we went back the next morning and they admitted me into, uh, into the hospital. Now, initial uh, thinking was that I had like gallstones and I'd never had gallstones before, so I wasn't sure what that was. Um, and they ultrasounded me to, to establish whether that was the case, and it wasn't, so then they had to run further tests. Now, being a regional hospital, obviously, I didn't have all the facilities on hand, and being at Christmas time all the staff was there, so specialists had to come in to check me out and run the, uh, the necessary tests. And after, you know, two days of back and forth and being admitted, um, they finally established that I had kidney infection, I had a pancreatic infection, I was significantly dehydrated, like to a severe level. And I also had photophobia, which is heightened sensitivity to light. So put all those things together and my body was basically shutting down on me because I had completely burnt it out. And that's what happens when you run yourself into the ground without looking after your health, your nutrition for a period of time. My body just went, enough's enough. We're shutting down. And it's ironic because, and this happens a lot, and I'm sure people who listen to this have experienced this before. The moment you stop, the moment you relax, your brain goes, right, you're on holidays, you can relax now. That's when you get sick. And that's exactly what happened. Within probably six hours of getting to the hotel, checking in, relaxing, my body went, nah, I'm done. And I it just ramped things up. So... Fast forward, they identified what the problem was. I was on a drip for, I think it was in three days and three nights in Mossman Hospital. um, And I was barely conscious that whole time. All I did was sleep, um, sweat, you know, I could barely take a shower. My poor wife had to just sit there by my side while I was unconscious with nothing to do in a tiny hospital in the middle of nowhere. um, Just keeping people updated on my condition. You know, um, her dad was prepared to drive up because they're in Townsville in case we needed a hand, and I was going to be there longer than expected. But fortunately, at the end of the week when we were due to fly back, they did um, allow me to check out and and fly home. But you know, it was a terrible experience, and it was certainly something that. Um, well, I didn't plan for, but it completely ruined our holiday. Like we had booked a, a, a very expensive sailing trip that was non-refundable. Um, obviously, we lost all the accommodation that we'd booked as well. Um, we'd planned to obviously do some other sightseeing and, and things like that, and just couldn't do it because I couldn't. I couldn't physically stand up. Even on the trip home, you know, I was well enough to travel, but I could barely stand up. I could barely. Um, All I could do was close my eyes and just keep myself occupied on the plane. I think I remember watching an Adam Sandler stand up because I needed to keep my mind focused on something specific that I wouldn't lose attention on. Um, And that was what got me through the flight. And then obviously we drove home and I still had to take several days off work because I just was in a terrible state. So I went to my local GP when I got home and then he gave me some stronger drugs, some um, stronger painkillers, some muscle relaxants because I was getting all sorts of spasms as well. And yeah, I was just in a world of hurt. It was it was an awful two-week experience, and I don't wish that upon anyone. So I guess the, the moral to the story is you've got to look after yourself. And I learned a very hard lesson that day, or that time, when I reflect back on the amount of work that I was doing and what I was putting my body through and my mind through and, and not looking after myself myself. Um, it's obvious that something was gonna go pear-shaped. It really was. And I'm stupid because you know, working in health and fitness, you think you'd know these things, but as a health and fitness professional and as a personal trainer, you'll tend to taught, just take on as many clients as you can, work around the clock, do whatever you need to do to establish that point where you've obviously got a decent income. And I was still in that mindset, even though I'd been working in the industry for five years, I was still in that mindset. And it took something significant like this to actually make me sit down and go, you know what? I need to remodel my business and I need to restructure it in a way that's going to allow me to have more downtime, more time at home and not cook myself, particularly when you lead into the back end of the year. So um, it gave me an opportunity to do that, reflect, and I did. And now, and I've I've kept the same model ever since, um, I don't work Monday mornings, Um, I I work from home, but I don't work in the gym, so I, I obviously don't have to get up early, I don't Uh, service any clients before 6am that's my first session Um, I don't work Thursday afternoons and I work from home Thursday afternoons and Friday and I don't work weekends back then I was working weekends Monday to Friday as well so you know I was working five plus days and you know just extensively burning myself out whereas now obviously I physically don't work as long hours um, and I'm not in my gym as often as well. So I've got more downtime, um, which works really well. It really does. And yes, I could work more, 100%. I could take on a hell of a lot more clients and, and obviously earn you know, significantly more money. But at what cost? At what risk? I, I don't want to experience that again. And I certainly don't want to put my wife through that again. So it's, it was a very hard lesson to learn. It was a very bitter swell, bitter pill to swallow, But at the same time, it taught me a valuable lesson in managing your own business, obviously operating as a sole trader, and not taking on the mentality that you've just got to work, 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 work. Because um, I saw my parents work themselves into the ground, um, running their own business, and they worked incredibly hard. And I didn't want to emulate them in terms of that, but I knew I had to work hard because I was at a vast majority of time throughout my, health and fitness career i was the sole breadwinner for the family um so i had to obviously put in the hours but again you've got to find that line you've got to find that balance so that you don't cook yourself but still earn a decent living you know um at at what expense is you know a few extra hundred dollars a week you know if if your health is going to decline in, in the process it's it's just not worth it it really isn't so now i've got a happy balance a happy medium i earn good money um, that I can support my family with um, you know but at the same time I I keep an eye on my health Um, like just recently I've gone and redone my bloods Um, I have also um, seen my GP about other other factors that I need to look after getting older as well so you know it's important to obviously stay on top of these sorts of things particularly when we train Um, You know, I train because I love it. I train because of of the way it makes me feel. And I I train because of the long-term, sustainable, positive effects it has too. But um, I still need to look after myself um, and as does everyone else. So I guess the message I wanted to relay here is don't burn yourself out, you know. And obviously this would have made more sense delivering this message late last year because a lot of people would have been in that space um, getting through December as best they could. But um, it's an opportunity now to, to sit in January and go, okay, how does the back end of my year look? I don't want to cook myself. I don't want to burn myself out into Christmas. I don't want to get run down and get sick. I need to deliver a much better process that's going to be sustainable long-term for me without having to sacrifice my health. And I think that's the biggest, um, the biggest thing to take is that at the moment, so many people are in a need-it-now culture We're in a society a community a industry where it's go 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 work 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 hard 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 don't stop don't stop yet we have to you've got to the human body is still very sensitive it still is susceptible to sickness illness breaking down just like a car you've got to maintenance you've got to service it and maintain it And by doing that, you have to take on other aspects. So exercise is one, nutrition is another, obviously water, that's a big one I learned, water is another. And then other things for the mind that I've spoken about in the past, you know, meditation, breath work, um, you know, self care, taking yourself away from your busy environment and just being present, Um, grounding yourself. You know, all these sorts of things are so, so beneficial long-term, but they need to be routine. They need to be structured, they need to be done regularly to be effective. You can't just do it once and go, yep, i do that, I, I, I did some breath work, now I'm all good. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. It has to be done on a regular basis and it needs to be implemented into your weekly r- routine so that it becomes as part of your lifestyle, just like brushing your teeth or um, making your bed or you know cooking your dinner. So, that's pretty much the message. So yeah, 2019 was not a fun experience, and particularly the back end. But I have learned from it, and I take a lot of positives from that. Knowing that, um, knock on wood, that should never happen to me again because I've learned significantly from it, and I've put things in place. It's pretty much straight away too, to ensure that um, I look after myself a hell of a lot better in the process. So. Thank you once again. I hope everyone who uh, listens to my podcast on a regular basis, and even if you're a first-timer, has had a very happy new year. I hope your goals and dreams are going to be met this year and 2023 is very kind to you. Um, So I want to thank you once again for tuning in and uh, listening to me ramble on with uh, hopefully some value and some good content. Um, Now, if you're interested in any of my coaching services um, or my store, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. Um, alternatively, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please share it. Um, the more people that share these podcasts, the more, obviously, exposure I get, but also the more people get to hear the messages that I'm trying to deliver, which are obviously educational and, uh, and uh, helpful, hopefully. So please share it on your Instagram story, Facebook story. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.